No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Yesterday we saw where Jacob deceived his father and stole his brother's blessing. Today we see that when Esau discovered what Jacob had done, he plotted to kill him. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Genesis chapter 27 on Simply the Bible. Knowing that God had chosen Jacob over Esau, Isaac sought to reverse the outcome by blessing Esau, his favored son. Overhearing the plan, Rebekah developed a plan of her own to deceive Isaac, who was now blind, into thinking that Jacob was Esau. Of course, she couldn't pull it off without Jacob's cooperation. The scheme worked, at least seemingly. And Isaac blessed Jacob with the blessing of the firstborn. We pick it up in Genesis 27 30. Now it happened as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from hunting. He also had made savory food and brought it to his father and said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, that your soul may bless me. No sooner had Jacob left the tent than Esau returned, having dressed his wild game and preparing it the way Isaac liked it. He was interested in pleasing his father so that he could receive the blessing. It is interesting that Esau did not care about the birthright, trading it for a bowl of lentil stew. The birthright carried with it the spiritual responsibility of being the priest of the family. The blessing contained the material possessions that went along with the birthright, including a double portion of the inheritance. Esau hadn't cared about the birthright, but he cared deeply about the blessing. He was like many who have a heart for the things of the world and of the flesh, but not for spiritual things. Yet the birthright and blessing go together. While the sun shines and the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike, God reserves his best blessings for those who are spiritual. Verse 32, And his father Isaac said to him, Who are you? So he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who? Where is the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. When Isaac realized that this was Esau, he trembled exceedingly. This was the fear of the Lord. Isaac could see that his attempt to thwart God's purpose had been overruled. If you have ever had God reverse your well-laid plans, it is an awesome and humbling experience. It is painful at the time, but it does bring a new respect for the will of God. We see that our plans will never stand against the Lord's plan, and it's a good thing because His plans really are better than ours. But trembling before the Word of God is really the best place we can be. In Isaiah 66, speaking of heaven being His throne and the earth His footstool, the Lord says, For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. 
But on this one, I will look on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. The fear of the Lord is not only the beginning of wisdom, it is also the beginning of receiving God's presence and favor. When Isaac realized that he had blessed Jacob, he knew that this was from the Lord and that it couldn't be reversed. Thus Isaac said, I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. We read in Hebrews 11.20, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Isaac's earlier blessing had been by deceit. He didn't know he was blessing Jacob. But now Isaac blessed Jacob by faith as he submitted to the sovereignty of God. Verse 34, When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, me also, O my father. But he said, Your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. And Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and now look, he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? As Isaac trembled exceedingly, Esau cried exceedingly. He realized that he had lost everything. Every son naturally longs for the favor of his father. Little boys who seek their father's approval grow up still seeking it later in life. Esau wanted his father's approval, but he wanted his father's blessing even more. Now Jacob had snatched it from him. In bitterness of soul, Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? Of course, Jacob means heel catcher and supplanter. Esau accused Jacob of taking away his birthright, but the truth was that Esau traded it for a bowl of red stew. When we blame others for our own failures, it is a sign of pride and an unbroken spirit. And in a sense, we are calling God a liar because he says that all have sinned. Esau's loss of the blessing was the natural consequence of him despising his birthright. Many follow in Esau's footsteps. They seek material rather than spiritual blessings. Esau is held up for us in the New Testament as an example to be avoided. In Hebrews 12, 14, it says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord, looking carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled, lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. We must be careful to rightly interpret this phrase that Esau found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. This does not mean that God wouldn't accept Esau's repentance. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The fact is that Esau never repented. He was not sorrowful over his disregard of spiritual things. He felt sorry for himself that he lost the blessing and was angry and bitter that Jacob got it. 
Had Esau been repentant over his sin, he would have been forgiven, although it would have not brought a reversal to the blessing. It was too late for that. Esau had reaped what he had sown. Some consequences are irreversible. But rather than making us bitter finger pointers, this knowledge should cause us to humbly admit our faults and wisely consider our steps. Verse 37, Then Isaac answered and said to Esau, Indeed, I have made him your master, and all his brethren I have given to him as servants. With grain and wine I have sustained him. What shall I do now for you, my son? And Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me, me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. As I walked into the store the other day, I saw a person wearing a t-shirt that read, No Regrets. And I questioned that. Anyone who has no regrets is living a self-deceived life. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. When the consequences of our decisions catch up to us, then an honest and humble person has regrets. But this can be our finest hour if we will take our regrets to God. Jesus said that He is the rock. Anyone who falls on Him is broken, but anyone on whom He falls will be crushed to powder. If we fall on Him now, confessing our sins, then we will find him to be our loving and forgiving, faithful Savior. But if he falls on us later, then we will find him to be a condemning judge. Consider, therefore, the kindness and the severity of God. Verse 39, Then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. By your sword you shall live, And you shall serve your brother, and it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. The English Standard Version translates Isaac's words in verse 39, Behold, away from the fatness of the earth shall your dwelling be, and away from the dew of heaven on high. In other words, Esau would have a hard life, away from the natural blessings of earth and the divine blessings of heaven. Proverbs 13.15 says, Good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. By Esau's sword, he would carve out a living. Esau's descendants, the Edomites, would later serve Israel. But this would not last forever. In 2 Kings 8, we are told that Edom revolted against Judah's authority and made a king over themselves. There would be constant conflict between the children of Esau and the children of Jacob. Likewise, there will be constant conflict between those who are living for the flesh and those who are living for the spirit. Verse 41. So Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. This story became very much like Cain and Abel, the older hating the younger with murderous intent. Esau carried deep bitterness in his heart, and he comforted himself with the thought that his father would soon be dead and he could kill Jacob without fear of his father's curse. But Isaac 
would live at least another 40 years. By that time, the two brothers would reconcile and bury the hatchet as well as their father together. Isaac began a terrible chain of events by resisting the word of the Lord because he favored Esau. Rebecca made things worse by taking matters into her own hands because she didn't trust the Lord to work things out. In yielding to his mother's scheme and deceiving his father and cheating his brother, Jacob brought upon his own head trouble for the next two decades. And in choosing to nurse a grudge and harbor hatred against his brother, rather than confessing his own sins, Esau made himself a bitter and miserable soul. Here was a human family where each person sinned, not unlike our own family and not unlike our own church family. The fact that God is able to work through our sin to advance his plan is a triumph for God's sovereignty. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go by their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. Or just send us an email. We'd love to know how we can pray for you. Tomorrow we're going to see that to save Jacob's life and to get him a wife, Rebecca and Isaac send him away to his uncle Laban's house. We hope you'll join us as we continue in Genesis right here on Simply the Bible.